0: This is the Salve Lakeland Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Salve Lakeland Church is the community of Catholic believers from St. Cecilia and Our Lady of Peace churches in Syracuse, New York. Our podcast is here to help encourage and edify you in your faith. when the priest and the deacon finish the gospel, we speak sada voce, as you would, these words. May the words of your gospel take away our sins. And of course we're saying it not just for ourselves, but for all of us here, that the words that we hear lead us in the direction of faith. Now I know, because I'm just like you, that sometimes you sit in the pew and the readings come out, they're proclaimed, and they go right through, one ear out the other. And many of us, just a few minutes later, can't remember what we heard. The same with the gospel and the same with the homilies. I'm amazed at how few homilies I recall and what was said in them, but never mind that. This morning, we hear uh, from the Old Testament, a reading from Ezekiel, and like I always do when I preach, I talk about what we didn't hear before we heard that reading from Ezekiel. This reading is from the beginning of chapter 2, but all, all of chapter 1, the entire chapter 1, is this amazing and most fantastic uh, portrayal of the theophany that Ezekiel had. These creatures that had four faces and wings, wheels, they moved on wheels, and a figure who from the waist up was like fire and from the waist down was like shining metal, so bright that he couldn't see and it frightened him so much that he fell on his face. And then we heard, but the Spirit set him on his feet. And what spirit is that? Most of us don't think that in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit had anything to do. But of course, the Holy Spirit's always been with us. And that's what set Ezekiel on his feet. He had faith. He was scared to death of what he saw, and who wouldn't be? Creatures with four faces? That would bother me a little bit. But nevertheless, his faith in God. He knew that this was God who was getting him ready to hear something. Made him stand up and be ready to hear it and act on it. To hear it and heed it. To hear it and act on it. And that's why we come here, not just for the Eucharist, which sustains us and nourishes us and gives us the courage and strength to do what we're supposed to do with what we hear in the Word, but to hear the Word and heed it. And St. Paul tells us that he's been given a thorn in his flesh. And we have no idea what that was, and of course, Everybody and their brother and sister like to speculate about it. Maybe it was some temptation to lust or to greed, or, or maybe it was a physical ailment. Who knows? He simply says that he, like every single one of us, has a thorn in his flesh. And I dare say none of us would admit that we do not have some thorn in our flesh, some temptation, some addiction, some like or dislike, some propensity to temperament. If you're married, ask your spouse. They'll tell you exactly what your thorn is. (laughs) Especially if you've been married 50 years, 60 years. Then you know one another very well. But St. Paul used that weakness, he admitted that weakness to himself and says to us that out of that weakness, that that thorn in his flesh, he has power. But where does he get that power? That power comes from his humility, his admission that he can't do any of what he does without Jesus Christ and this Holy Spirit. And the same can be said for us. From the time we get up in the morning to the time we close our eyes at night, we can do nothing without Jesus Christ if what we do is in accord with God's will for us. And that's where the gospel comes in today. Jesus has gone home. It says in the gospel, his native place, that is Nazareth, the place where he was born. Not born, but where he grew up where his family lived. And they all know him very well. They know him very well. Now, I'm glad that my schoolmates aren't here. I grew up and went to school in North Carolina. I haven't seen my best friends from school in decades. But I'll tell you what they would be. (laughs) They would be shocked (laughs) to see me standing up here preaching. They would be shocked, because like many in our youth, we think we're immortal, we think nothing can, can do us in, and uh, we look at some of the things in life as being there for our entertainment. But, of course, they aren't. But Jesus is talking to the people he grew up with, and, and they think, What's going on here? Where did this guy get all this that he is speaking to us about? Because they know full well that Jesus received no rabbinical training. There's nothing that says that Jesus went to a school where they trained rabbi to teach. And yet, every time we hear about Jesus preaching and teaching, people are amazed. They're amazed at what he says, what he knows, and how he delivers it with authority. So how do you use all of what you've heard this morning? Well, my question would be, are you formed in the faith that you profess in a few minutes, in the Catholic faith? Are you formed in it? And as the church would say, are you properly formed? I know that a lot of us went through our religious education classes as we were growing up, But what have you done since then? Other than hear the readings at mass. I know some of you pray the rosary diligently. And I'm sure that some of you read from Holy Scripture. But what do you do to form your conscience? And do you do that in light of what the church teaches? And our gospel is telling us today that the church is Jesus Christ in our native place And how many people take offense at the church in our native place? How many people refuse, refuse the teachings of the church because they don't think they're the right thing? They don't believe that the church is teaching correctly. I've done that in my life. I thought I knew better. But of course, as someone wrote, give it a chance, if you don't like it, we'll give you your misery back. And I have discovered that that's exactly what life is like. You may think that at some particular time in your life, things are going very well for you. But sooner or later, some things don't go very well, do they? And for some people, you would think things never go well that if it weren't for bad luck, they'd have no luck at all, right? But the way that you get through any day, good or bad, is to accept your own weakness, accept that thorn in your flesh, as the church says, embrace it. How do you do that? Well, you do it with help from the Holy Spirit, of course. Through your prayer life. And prayer life is like anything else that you do that you want to do. If you want to do it well, you do it again and again. You think about it. You study it. How can I do it better? You try different methods, and you find the one that works for you, the one that brings your heart out of its stony place and into that place where Jesus Christ lives your heart of flesh. In our native place, we take offense at the church. I know most of you would think, oh, not me. I don't take offense at the church, but how many of you adhere to the precepts of the church, support the church, receive communion worthily, Have gone to confession? Well, we don't pin a card on your chest when you come in the door that says, I am a certified Catholic. I went to confession within the last 36 hours, so on and so forth. We don't do that. When you present yourself here for Holy Communion, we give it to you. You receive it because the church trusts that you have your best interest In mind that you have listened to what she is trying to teach you about how to live this life so that the next life which is the most important one will be fruitful for you don't take offense at the church she is here as Jesus Christ to help us to help us get where God wants us to be with him in heaven Thanks for listening to the Salve Lakeland Church podcast. If you have any questions about Salve Lakeland Church, our campuses, or any of our ministries, please visit us online at salvelakelandchurch.org.